Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. It's that time of year again when the younger Sree children are getting really excited. They're anticipating that moment when the Christmas tree comes out. <laughs> you see, every uh, Advent, at the beginning of Advent, we bring out the Christmas tree, and we don't use it as a Christmas tree during Advent. We use it more as like a Jesse tree or an Advent tree, if you will, where we put up various images from the Old Testament biblical stories to remind us of all the prophecies and the promises of the coming of Christ. Well, to get the tree up, though, is quite the production. I don't know about you, but every year I'm always fooled by this. I, I think, oh, yeah, we'll get the tree up. It'll just take about 20, 30 minutes here. Uh, but it, it's quite the production. We got to get it out of storage. It's a big tree, and, and that's really complicated. And then we got to bring it into the living room, and we show up, and there's all these items in the living room. We got to clear it out. We got to sweep it out. We got to move furniture around, rearrange things, take things out to make space for the magnificent tree. That's what Advent is really all about. It's about making space for this magnificent child who wants to come into our hearts in a new way with special graces for this season. Advent is about making space for the gift, making space in our hearts. That's what this season is all about. And yet so many Christians, even sadly, so many Catholics don't really celebrate Advent. They celebrate December. <laughs> you know, the rest of the world, December is all about just this frantic pace of just getting stuff done. You got to run around and get stuff done, go to the mall, go to those events, go to the socials, get the sale, get this in the mail now. And this year there's extra pressure because of inflation and supply chain issues. And, you know, so, and we're so stressed out about all these things. Jesus, Jesus doesn't want us to have all that stress. He wants to meet us. He wants to meet us in these four weeks. He wants our hearts to be prepared to welcome him. That's what Advent's all about. It's about really getting ready for this, this, this family that's about to have a baby in the midst of abject poverty and oppressive conditions. I mean, I know you know the story of Christmas, and, you know, and I know it's really basic, but this is what the saints meditated on. They meditated on how Christ came into this chaotic, loud, noisy world, this oppressive world under Rome and Herod, and, and the light of the world entered into this darkness. Do you have time? Do you have a plan for this Advent that you can prepare your heart to make space for the gift of Jesus? Do you have a plan to help you cut away from those distractions? Because you probably are going to go to a mall and you, you probably are going to go to different Christmas social events and get the sale and all those things. And there, there's nothing wrong with those things in and of themselves as long as we're making space in our hearts for the gift do we have an intentional plan to cut away from those distractions, to focus on what matters most so we can live as Catholics in these four weeks ahead of us? If someone looked at your life on the outside and they just saw the way you lived the next four weeks, would, would they notice that you were living differently than the rest of the world? Would they say, wow, I wonder if they're Catholic. They're living differently. They're living Advent. Or would they see you just like everybody else doing the same things everyone else in the secular age? that's celebrating December. <laughs> We're going to talk about how to make space in our hearts for the gift of Jesus Christ this Advent. So welcome to the All Things Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Edward Sree, and I just have to tell you on a personal note, this is 
the season's just very dear to me. And I think I like it because it's so countercultural. You know, Lent is the season. Everybody knows about Lent. They know about Ash Wednesday. And uh, even if you're not Catholic, you know, Catholics do this thing at the beginning of Lent. They know they had this, this season of penance. And, and there are many, many Christians that celebrate uh, Lent to certain degrees. Uh, you know, they have some sense of that season. But Advent is, you have to be really countercultural to live Advent as a Catholic, as a true Catholic. You know, so many people just want to jump in and celebrate Christmas. Like my pastor, he's really big on this at, at, in our local parish here in Denver. He's saying, it's not Christmas. It is not Christmas now. This is Advent. We are waiting for Jesus to come. This is not the time to be celebrating the coming of Christ and singing Christmas songs. <laughs> so he's, he's really he's he's more intense than I have even. But you know, you think about our world today, right? I mean, they, they we celebrate Christmas, right? You know, over the day after Thanksgiving, before Advent even begins, people are celebrating Christmas. I mean, Walmart starts celebrating back in September. I, I know our, the local radio station here in Denver. You know, they always do this twenty-four hour Christmas music thing. Start on you know the night of Thanksgiving, I think you know all the way to to Christmas. This year they started on on All Saints Day on November first, the whole month of November, twenty four seven Christmas songs. I mean, we we really are getting our priorities all out of order here. <laughs> so how do we celebrate Advent really? As a Catholic, what I, what I want to share with you is, first of all, I, I have a resource that could be helpful for you that I wrote a number of years ago that's meant to help us keep our focus. Uh, because that that's the hardest part here, because there is a lot going on, and we're traveling, we're packing, we're packing up gifts, we're, we're getting the house ready, we're cooking, whatever it is, there's, there's a lot happening in December. How can I keep my focus? There's a, there's a book I wrote called The Advent of Christ, and it's it's scriptural, daily scriptural reflections, short, short scriptural reflections to help you have the story of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph written on your heart in these four weeks of Advent. Uh, so they just take little parts of the stories known as the infancy narratives, the stories of Zechariah and Elizabeth and John the Baptist, the angel of Gabriel coming to Mary, the story of the visitation, the story of, of Bethlehem and the birth of Christ, the story of the presentation, all those stories from Christ's childhood, the shepherds, the magi, to help you know understand who they were, what was really happening, uh, what was Mary going through, what was Joseph going through. How can we really have that story of Jesus written on our hearts? when we get into the Christmas season. This is a book that carries you through the four weeks of Advent and all the way up to the Epiphany through Christmas just to help you stay focused. So we'll, we'll put that in the show notes, but check it out. It's called The Advent of Christ, Scriptural Reflections to Prepare for Christmas. I want to share with you just three simple things, three essential things that every Catholic should do, you know, just to really live Advent as a Catholic. And they're just three simple things. And I want to emphasize this because... Sometimes people approach these seasons like Lent and Advent and and you just go online and you find, oh, hey, here's 20 things you can do. You know, here's 15 creative ideas to do Advent traditions with your kids. And and, and it can just be overwhelming. I'm a big believer in that less is more. Uh, at least that's how I'm feeling this year. I mean, I've done episodes in the past. You can go back a couple of years ago. I think Beth and I shared different Advent traditions and, you know, th that's great. But the essentials, though. Sometimes less is more, where I do a few things, but I do them really well. Because the goal of all the Advent traditions, any Advent devotion that I do, everything is about 
making space. It's not about, oh, I got this done and we did this big Jesse tree and we did this big Advent wreath and we did this, you know, big, you know, Chris Kringle or Advent angel tradition with the kids, you know, and all those things are great, but they're meant to serve this deeper purpose, which is making space for the gift, the gift of Jesus Christ in our hearts. So sometimes I think less is more if we do those few things really well. And I want to talk about three Catholic essentials. So three key things that that every Catholic should do in this season of Advent. The first is we should do some kind of penance, some kind of sacrifice. And, you know, I always highlight this every year on the show, and it's just good to remember that Advent is a penitential season. Yes, there's a lot of joy. We're, you know, we're called to, you know, rejoice in the coming of Christ, that he's coming soon, but he's not here yet. The bridegroom is not with us. That's why we should be fasting. And it could be fasting from food, our, our favorite drink, a favorite snack. It could be fasting from our favorite show. It could be fasting from sports, fasting from the news, fasting from social media, some kind of sacrifice. Maybe it's an act of service. Maybe it's something like, you know, I'm going to commit to exercise more in this season. Uh, you know, whatever it is, but, but some kind of penance. And this is the tradition goes all the way back to the, the 300s in the, in the early church. Uh, there was this period of preparation. You know, I don't know if you know this, but Advent used to be 40 days long. It was a 40-day penitential season, kind of like there's 40 days of Lent. There was 40 days of Advent originally. It ended up being reduced to four weeks to connect to the 4,000 years of biblical salvation history from the promise that God made of the Savior way back in the time of Adam all the way to Christ. Uh, but but the, the, the point is that there's still a penitential aspect to it. That's why the priest, you notice, wears purple, it, just like he does in Lent. The, again, reminding us there's a connection with Lent and, and sacrifice. You may notice that we won't sing the Gloria on the four Sundays of Advent. Like, we normally have the Gloria on Sunday, but we don't sing that. That's the song that the angels sung when Jesus was born over the fields of Bethlehem. And we withhold that song, the Gloria, because... Christ hasn't been born yet. We're waiting. We're, it's like we're in, in, in Old Testament Israel, yearning for the Savior, the Messiah to come. And so we're fasting. We're making sacrifices. We're doing acts of service. So just pick one thing, you know? And it could be, you know, you're going to give us something to eat, something that you like to drink. It could be your show. Or maybe I'm going to perform an act of service for my spouse. I'm going to do this for my spouse each week. I'm going to do this for one of my kids each week. I'm going to do this for one of my friends in the office each week. If you could think of some small act of service, why are we doing this? Because these little sacrifices help us to make space in our hearts for the gift of Jesus. That's why we do all kinds of fasting, you know? So I, I become less attached to my favorite sweets or my favorite drink or my favorite show so that there's a little more space in my heart to welcome something much greater than that beer or much greater than that show or much greater than that chocolate I like to eat. And that's the gift of Jesus. I'm preparing my heart to make space for him. So that's one thing to do, some kind of sacrifice. And, and, and really focus in on that and do it with love to make space in your heart for the Lord. A second thing to do is some kind of devotion. You know, some kind of, so you're doing something positive here, so, you know, spending time with the Lord in prayer, spending more time in scripture. You know, I, I think about these devotions, you know, that we do throughout the year, throughout our lives, and we, we give extra emphasis to them in these seasons like Advent. Think of them as, as about enkindling the fire of love. I think about my wonderful wife, Beth. We've been married almost 23 years. And, uh, you know, it's great when we get date night together. 
because it just enkindles the relationship. It keeps us connected. We go deeper. We, we go for walks. Almost every night after dinner, we go for a short walk. It gives us a chance for conversation, hear about her day. She can share about what's going on in her heart. I share what's going on in my heart. And like in that daily time for, for some kind of conversation or, or maybe, you know, it's just we put the kids down and all right, kids are finally in bed and then we get a chance to talk before we go to sleep. Like, like those, little, those little moments together. Uh, are there to enkindle the fire of our love. And that's what we're doing with Jesus. Jesus is our beloved. He's our bridegroom. And, and we want to enkindle the fire of love and our relationship with him. And we should be doing this all throughout the year, adding more to fuel the flame all throughout the year. But in Advent and Lent, these are times we do a little more. So I want to encourage you, if you go to daily Mass every once in a while, maybe consider this Advent going more. Go an extra day. Go every day if you can. Uh, maybe you already go to daily mass, but you don't spend time with Jesus quiet in prayer in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Then tell yourself, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up to mass early and just spend a little time just in prayer with him. Or I'm going to spend you know, 10 minutes extra with him after receiving Holy Communion. When everyone else leaves, the mass is over, I'm just going to rest with him. Or I'm going to stop by the Adoration Chapel on my way home from work. You know, Something where you're doing a little extra devotion to enkindle the fire of your love. Maybe it's just spending more time in scripture or reading a good spiritual book, The Life of a Saint. This is all like adding fuel to that fire of love, which we should do all throughout the year. But 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 do some little devotion. Maybe if you're in a family, you know, and you, you want to do something and build it into family life. You know, sometimes families get overwhelmed. They try to do this really big plan. We're going to do all these things. And, and then it just falls apart a week or two into it. But maybe if this is some, just something simple. Like you could pray a decade of the rosary at the end of a meal. That's easy to do. It's two and a half minutes. If the kids are squirmy, it's okay. But you're just, you're doing something. Or maybe you just read some very short scripture passage, just one biblical story, uh, short and simple, but you do it every day as a family together. That That's something you could do. So some kind of devotion. I know for, for me, one thing I'm feeling drawn to doing this year is, you know, it's different than maybe other things I've done in years past is I, I want to really focus on, encountering Jesus more in the present moment when he's just, you know, just in the midst of my life is very full on the home front. It's very full on the work front. And so I want to meet Jesus more in the midst of the busyness of my, my ordinary daily life. When I'm driving a kid, you know, picking him up from school or I'm, I'm in between meetings or during a meeting, just to just pause in a moment and remember the gift that Jesus is there. I, I was just reading a poem by a good friend of mine, Father Paul Murray. He's a wonderful Dominican that teaches in Rome. And he wrote the, he's, he's an Irish Dominican. He's a, a famous, well, somewhat famous poet in, in Ireland. And he has a very short poem about this. I was just reading this with a friend the other day. And it, and it just reminded me of this, this very important idea of meeting Christ in the midst of our present moment. It's, the poem goes like this. It's called The Moment. This moment, the grace of this one rapturous moment is the place of pilgrimage to which I am a pilgrim. And I love this idea. I know my wife is reading a, a book about John of the Cross where it talks about how e eternity is like an inverted triangle that's just kind of coming in, you know, and, and pressing down into, into, into space and into time. And, and the author was, was, was making this point that this sacrament of the present moment, it has been called, says eternity is bearing down like an inverted triangle upon one point in time only now. 
like right now in this moment here is when God is coming and he, and he has something for me at every moment. And I'm just so distracted and busy and thinking about the future. I'm thinking about the past and, and not just encountering him right here, moment by moment. I, I'm going to try to to remember him each day at different, just in the middle of my day to pause every once in a while. Yes, I'll still go to the chapel and visit him. And yes, I'll still pray a, a decade of the rosary as I'm driving around town and things like that. But you know, those are things I do throughout the year. I, I, this 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 Advent season, I, I feel drawn to just trying to meet Jesus in the midst of the, the chaos and, and, and stresses and ordinary busyness of life, but to meet him in the present moment. So be creative, do some kind of sacrifice, do some kind of devotion. Last thing, Last thing for everyone here, get to confession. Get to confession. That's the third crucial thing a Catholic should do. Again, we should go to to confession all throughout the year. We should go at least once a month, I always say. <laughs> I always tell people when I'm out speaking at audiences, and I say, you know, go. A, a good Catholic should go every month at least. If you don't have enough sin in a month's time to bring to confession, then come talk to me, because that means you're a saint. I want to meet you. <laughs> you know, so we all have stuff. And maybe it's been a while since you've been, but Jesus, this is one of the best ways to prepare your heart to make space for him is to get rid of all that stuff that's weighing you down. All those sins, the guilt, uh, all those weaknesses, those struggles, those mistakes you've made, those words you've spoken, those words you should have spoken but didn't, all that stuff that's there, bring it to Jesus in confession. You know, many parishes had Advent in, in the Advent season, a, a, a penance service. You know, they bring in many priests all into the one parish. I know we have that all around Denver. Um, or, you know, maybe you just find out, you know, your parish has confession on this day and try to make a point to go there. Maybe it's not your parish you, and, and it works better in your schedule to go to this other parish, get online, find out when the sacrament is available and go. This is one of the best things you could do to prepare your heart for the coming of Christ in this Advent season. So uh, these are a couple of things, sacrifice, devotion, confession. Uh, if you want to check out my book, The Daily Meditation, short little reflections in the Advent and Christmas seasons taken right from the scriptures, the story of Jesus and the Holy Family. You want that story of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph written on your heart this Advent, check out my book. It's called The Advent of Christ. We'll put it in the show notes. Uh, and if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Or you can find me on my website, edwardsri.com. That's edwardsri.com. Let's pray for each other to make space for the gift this Advent. <laughs>